This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 66. And this is Rajesh Sen and with me is Abhinandan Sekri. Hello Ms. Sen, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Did you get What? your full dose of popular culture entertainment cinema? This week? Yes, illegally also. Oh really? So what are you going to review for us as far as cinema is concerned? Call me by your name. Abhinandan. Okay, what do you review Abhinandan? <laughs> no. Abhinandan we <laughs> reviewing Call me by your name. Oh, that's Do you think I'm film? having like Tourette's? I Maybe I'm just carrying on repeating okay. myself. Okay. So okay, okay. Yeah, I heard about that film. Um, yeah. So it was banned in uh, where was Beijing. it banned? Beijing. Beijing for their film festival. They last week, in fact, they announced it would be pulling the film from the program after it had been announced at the film festival. And Then they haven't given a reason. We have um, the trailer of Nude, yeah. which was. majorly in the news and controversy because it was pulled from the goa festival in india in november and yeah. uh, we'll tell you about that trailer yeah. then the trailer of something called dandi yes which may be a surprise to many of you we'll elaborate on that and then we have uh, anurag kashyap has a short film out which he hasn't directed but he's this is the new thing right that they present films so, so he has presented it? why are you calling it anurag kashyap film it's called an anurag kashyap film okay then okay. we will have um James Ivory has commented on the the full on, frontal sex yeah, scene. Yeah, the call me by your name thing. And also an article where he has for the first time spoken about his love with the smile merchant. Love not relationship 41 yeah. years. Yes, uh, but uh, anyway, I I will elaborate on that a little further. And we have Salman Khan's well what it's an advertorial we'll discuss what it is. It's, it's a it's, summer campaign because seasonal campaign it's a summer Salman campaign has. and there is a Tetley green tea ad. which is such a brilliant ad it <laughs> took my breath away i've started drinking only green tea after have that you, but why have you noticed how i curate topics for the podcast keeping you in mind absolutely i'm, I'm very kind I'm, like that i'm so so grateful and finally the serial podcast which was on before we started this show yeah. but uh, we will tell you a little development on that front so now what do you want to start with mr sekri but let's start with some feedback For one, I have feedback for you. Last week, the question you said no one will get is very difficult. About twenty-five thousand people have got the answer. I don't know how. What is so wrong? So obviously, me? your non-Googleable is not really working. <laughs> so that's my feedback. Now let me tell you Aditi Kavarna's feedback. Okay. Kavarna, yeah. Hi Abhinandan, I really enjoy and look forward to your awful and awesome podcast every week. My one comment: Why so much name dropping, place dropping about when I was here, when I met this person? I get it; you're very experienced, and ah. that's why I'm here listening. Right now, I feel like a recruiter giving you a job offer, and you're still asking me to screen your CV, Aditi. You know, Aditi, it's interesting. You should say this. When I, I was an when also. I was in uh, Ipizza, <laughs> I Amit, I told Amita Bachchan same thing. He said, Na? "Why are you name dropping?" And you said, "Rajni Khan told me it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. So I just want to tell Aditi this that Abhinandan has a habit of saying things that you know. When I'm in France, then I <laughs> so I've told him not to say things like this to people, simple people like me, because it's most upsetting. Okay. But it's good that other people have noticed this. So people have noticed your name drop, place drop, and you're a bit of a dick. No, the next one is about that. Oh. 
सॉरी राजश्री बट द आंसर वाज टोटली गूगलेबल दिस इज गुंजन अधिकारी शॉकिंग अभिनंदन आई होप यू कंटिन्यू टू दिस टू डू दिस पॉडकास्ट योर बैंटे विद राजश्री एंड ही स्पेल्ड राजश्री विद अ एस एच आई एम जस्ट सेइंग यू जस्ट वांट मी टू गुंजन यू वुड यू वुड हैव बीन किक्ड इन द शिन हैड यू बीन सिटिंग एट द टेबल इफ यू डिड शो योर जेन your banter with rashi and your general dickishness and your constant <laughs> ribbing on bongs i'm a bong elevates this podcast kudos to rashi for giving it back to abhinandan and diligently digging through the cesspool of pop culture week after week to make this thank one of my favorite podcast cheers thank you so much but uh, gunjan you give her too much credit she was specifically instructed by the ceo of news laundry who is uh, who's me <laughs> to watch bagi and her exact words if i remember correctly were just fuck off <laughs> I'm just saying that's the kind of respect I get here. With good reason, because he also said Salman Khan recommended that I should watch Bagi like that. Dude, so. if we are doing awful and awesome, as one uh, you know person had pointed out, you can't only be reviewing awesome stuff. You have to watch awful. But you I go have and Bagi. watch it. Come this evening. I, I have I have to do accounts <laughs> and all. It's closing here. Closing. I have to do accounts. Is that what we are going with now? But I want to thank Shivat Shivatsa Upadhyay. For sending me the video of Spike Jones's making of that Apple video, remember those HomePods? So he sent that to me, and it's really cool when you see. So you can see the link of that. We will yeah. share that with you because we like sharing and stuff. And Piyush Nagar also, who sent me a sweet message. Piyush Nagar would be a place. Piyush Nagar would probably be a name. Nagar, right? I'm sorry, Piyush. Like Muzaffar Nagar. It's know. okay. Don't pick on me. I'm not picking on you. I'm Again, just. Again, you're being a bit of a dick. So now tell me about Call Me by Your Name. Who's it by and why is this film making headlines all over the place? So Call Me by Your Name pretty much swept the Academy Awards. And uh it's sort of reminds you of Brokeback Mountain in the sense that it's the after a long time it's a film which is about a gay affair and it also stars well known like it's not an indie film so to speak because it has been written by James Ivory who was supposed to also direct the film but he started he stepped away and he produced the film and he this thing he wrote the screenplay it's based on Andre Asman's book so it's a screenplay derived from that and it was directed by someone who i've never seen his films luca guad Guadagnon, okay, mm-hmm. uh, but it stars this very beautiful man called Army Hammer, mm. who you've seen as the Winklevoss twin in the Facebook. Oh, I see. But he was hardly beautiful. The twins were oh, so, so he's really, unattractive. Uh, he's thing, he's very, very good looking. Okay. So it stars him, and it stars Timothy Chalamet, who who we saw in Lady Bird as mm. the rebel boyfriend. He's that sort of lefty, the fool. Yeah, who is basically the drama, the jackass. Yeah, yeah, okay. he is the slightly arty, the lefty the, the, one. I'm so cool. I'm so cool. Mm. That one. So, it's about it's set in 1983. Uh, Timothy Chalamet plays a boy called Elio, whose father is a professor. Elio and his father and mother are in Italy. On they have a home over there, and Army Hammer plays uh, what's his name Oliver. He is a graduate student of. Timothy's father, Elio's father, and he comes for the for like an internship sort of program, a residency, and it's the love affair which starts between both of them. I see. It's an extremely, according to me, it's an extremely beautiful film. It's very slow the way all James Ivory uh, and uh, this thing, Merchant Ivory films used to be. Mm-hmm. 
but it's extremely well scripted you understand what each character is going through and the only thing that i think they made it a point not to dwell on was the fact that the aids epidemic was starting at that time right mm. so they don't touch on that at all you just see the relationship there's nothing about aids and so on but there is so there's no real reason that they've picked 1983 as the year no the book is set in 1986 okay, okay. so they pull it forward for some backward for some reason and okay, no, because uh, i mean i'm sorry to just mm-hmm. cut in because what is often identified as patient zero because i remember i i saw this in a play or in a film mm-hmm. which was about aids and uh, i think i saw this uh, you know when i was in new york <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I think I I was in a play in Siri Fort in New yeah. Delhi uh which was if I remember correctly about AIDS and patient zero was in 1984. Um his name was Gaten Dugas. Okay. And uh, that was when AIDS was identified. He's identified hmm. as patient zero although there's theories that there was someone before that. But maybe that's why 83 is a significant year. That's before that, AIDS was yeah, acknowledged. Yeah, before AIDS. So hmm. the what you do get is the way that uh, army hammer who is american and this boy who is italian right the younger so it's a 17 year old in love with a 24 year old army hammer is a graduate student okay and elio's parents know about this relationship which is sort of blossoming under their noses but at the end i don't want to give it away for people who haven't sure. the difference in the way because it was still taboo to be gay at sure. that point but the difference in attitude this italian family has and the americans have comes so through so what is the basic take of is it a film about characters is it plot driven is it character driven or is it just about a relationship it's about a relationship it's about the development of this uh, homosexual relationship at a time when it was considered all right so uh, you would recommend it Highly. I would strongly recommend Highly rec- okay. it. I will say though that it, it's not that after a long time a film has been made on homosexuality. Moonlight was the last yeah, year yeah. the film. Yeah, but that was more about his growth as a Yeah, but it was it was very steeped in his it was very much about his sexuality. His him as a sexual being yeah. was the basic theme of the film, which I think was brilliant. When I saw Moonlight, uh I was blown away that someone could actually make a film like that. And the one thing that blew me away about that film was that it's about this black man mm. uh, it's it's like kind of autobiographical of the filmmaker who was a gay black man how the actors who he picked to play the child to play yeah. the teenager and to play the man how he got them to have the same little you know uh, uh, mannerisms mm. the facial expressions i just thought it was brilliant it was a film that kind of really uh, kind of sucked you into the world it yeah. created outstanding so i just want to read something that uh i i'm watching it as a heterosexual woman right mm. so it's a different way in which i relate to it so a gay friend of mine had the reason i sat down and actually watched it is because a gay friend of mine had written this about the film mm. and then i spoke to other gay friends of mine and they did say that we don't it's a film made for heterosexuals white heterosexual like the reason you like it is because you're heterosexual because it's a view of a homosexual relationship which appeals to and he'd written this that i avoided reading all reviews of the film till i actually watched it now that i have done so this analysis by richard brody comes closest to my appraisal and then he's a little cruel about it with its depiction of multilingual and it is true they play list 
on the piano they speak in a certain way but which i found normal but with its depiction of multilingual hyper intellectualism of very white very rich people in very pretty surroundings its constant shying away from shot to shot and treating sexuality as the presence of bare again very white bodies its utter lack of cinematic rhythm and oddly misplaced dialogue the film left me feeling bored irritated and ultimately nothing at all instead of this people should watch and this is a film which i started watching and i must say Desi it's boys. fabulous <laughs> yeah, yeah. i thought francis lee's god's own country which is again about a gay romance in england and there is one thing that i did notice and i also watched the film because uh, james ivory was in the news just a few days before that commenting on the fact that in his screenplay he had specified that you have to have when he gets out of bed after having sex full frontal nudity you should who covers themselves as they get out of i don't know i'm sure people do but uh, it is odd that there's no shot of full frontal nudity where okay. in a when you have the hetero so there is a heterosexual romance also i think that's because when a woman gets out of bed there's a certain aesthetic beauty that's true. to it when a man gets out of bed like you don't want to see dong like also it witches why or ding you know depending yeah. on the guy <laughs> no so i agree but that's what he said he said everything i both get off this ding dong <laughs> stop it okay. everything is hanging out when you're when you finish having sex so okay. there's no but you do see army hammer's bum which is very nice and uh, it was in their contracts actually both army hammer's and to the shalmes that there's no full frontal nudity okay, so maybe that's why but i just want to say how your friend has described the film in very pretty surroundings very rich people that's pretty much every ivory merchant film merchant ivory film growing up so i i mean I, i'm trying to think back i don't remember any merchant ivory film in a slum dog millionaire kind of setting all the films are in very the havelis and the beauty and yeah. they're very like Tell that me type that film uh, the householder which mm-hmm. shashi kapoor is a merchant ivory yeah, film yeah i think it is yeah but so that's the only but even they are very beautiful people yeah exactly so it's not unusual so maybe your friends very young but if he were our age ha he would know that is consistent with the merchant ivory film that is not an outlier yeah. it's not like he's treated this differently how he treats other themes but this article that you forwarded by Ryan Glibly yeah on why uh, ismail merchant i kept our love a secret mm-hmm. i it was not a secret i mean everyone no, no, knew that it they were no, lovers no it was never stated dude what are you talking about i mean i remember when I, when i was in college it was known that i very much i thought you're going to say when i met no, no i'm not that much of a name dropper <laughs> but when i was in college i did, i do remember it was known that they the a it's couple it's known but it's an unspoken truth Okay. Like there's no I didn't know that. there's nowhere where they say we are part like they'd say no, we are part. No, but you know cuz when I read this article that James Ivory uh, and I kept a, and it's written in March 2018 I wanted someone to break it to me is 89 that dude everyone's known about it I mean yeah. it's like if you've seen this Richard Pryor Gene Wilder film uh, see no evil hear no evil yeah, yeah. where uh, Richard Pryor is blind hmm. he's a black man you hmm, know Richard hmm. Pryor <laughs> and and Gene Wilder and he's trying to blend in some way he says you can't blend in your black he's some black yeah. no I don't have black and like it's it was very funny way. so it's like at 89 he he thought nobody knew he thought nobody knew that's very but tragic but it's sweet it's sweet very in a way sweet. it's naive okay. but sweet but i would strongly recommend this please i don't think it's ever coming to india and even if it does they are going to chop a lot because there's a lot of kissing and there's a lot of semi nudity so it's going to go okay. so no, watch it also uh, before we wind up i w- also would like to talk about 
this proposal by the <laughs> Punjab government they'll set up a committee to eradicate vulgarity from Punjabi songs so um, you know a lot of people like Dilbagh Singh Jasbir Jassi uh, Dalbir uh, you know what Indeep about Bakshi that chap who uh, Yo-Yo Honey Singh Yo-Yo's just I, I in rehab I don't think Yo-Yo's weighed in on it but a lot of people have said many things about it so I have a few things to add myself yes tell us uh, but before that um, let's just talk about this trailer of something called Dundee Dundee, yes. So the trailer is at the bottom. You can click on the link and watch it. First of all, it is brilliantly produced. Many of you listen to this podcast will be millennials. You will not know what the context is of Dundee. It is a film called Crocodile Dundee, which when I was in school was this hugely... It was a yeah. pop culture phenomenon. Like Mick Dundee had become this dude. Everyone was like, Crocodile Dundee, Crocodile mm. Dundee. Part 1, 2 also came out. I think 3 yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three films so um, it was a hugely successful film and lines from that film used to be quoted and people tried to be cool like Rock Dundee uh, so this trailer is uh, son of Dundee is son of Dundee so it, it seems like it's a film with a stellar cast which includes Hugh Jackman which in my view is one of the best looking men I've ever seen Hugh Jackman Russell Crowe Chris Crow. Hemsworth and there's a girl also uh, yeah other celebrities such as Jessica Moboy her name is there's Curtis Stone who I follow who's a cook he's this very well known cook now chef chef <laughs> it, it pretty much has every significant yeah. Australian um, celebrity except uh, Tom Cruise uh, what's uh, Nicole, her name? Kidman, Nicole Kidman maybe she'll also come maybe Who she'll knows? also come but so I was blown away when I saw this trailer I was like dude this is going to be a film to watch and then Rajshri broke it to me break it to our audience Rajshri what is it a trailer of? it's actually a campaign by Australia Tourism have you ever seen a humpback whale give birth? It's a bloodbath. Speak to me, little guy. Now, when your dad did it, he was he was much. Okay, and when my dad told me about this, he was just like, "Yeah, I just came up and they did this." Okay? okay, I just don't think he can see you from back here. I don't just own this newspaper, son. I own this country, and Dundee's gonna learn who the most dangerous animal in Australia is. It's me. So they'd actually unveiled it at the Super Bowl as a trailer. Okay. And, and everyone thought that's a film with a stellar cast. Yeah. And then it was reviewed. They're like, I don't know how many so reviews. People reviewed of the, the trailer, trailer thinking it's a film. Yeah. But Tourism Australia has teamed up with this ad firm called Droga 5 to create this campaign. It's a $27 million campaign, which is going to last for two years. And it's aimed at America. It's to get more Americans to visit uh, Australia. And they first went to Hogan who's the actor, right? And uh, he, Paul Hogan, owns the rights of the Dundee film. So they got the rights from him first because you can't make a campaign without the rights from him. And then they went to Chris Hemsworth who has done the ad for free because he's Australia's country ambassador. So all these guys have probably done the ad for free because they're all Australians. Yeah, so they're most probably and they've shot it in like Mission Beach and Kangaroo. It's very well shot. It's brilliant. I think just... The production quality, the the cut, and then when you realize what it's for, it is spectacularly brilliant idea yeah. and so well executed. And 150 spots they are going to have. So I'm really looking forward to years. this. I mean, just for this, I'll go visit Australia and then I can drop some more names. That when I was yeah. Australian, I was talking to Hugh Jackman when he said, Pani Nicole Lau- is here. She's getting some water Haan, Nicole, for you. Haan. 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 Of course. So, so in that. 
Abhinandan's dream world. Coming from that campaign to another one. This one of Salman Khan's being human. The link is below. It's a it's a summer campaign first. It's a summer campaign about people who have done good, uh, who are trying to change the world by doing noble things. Uh, I'm not talking about Salman here. I'm talking about the others. Yeah. And then how Salman talks to them, and I guess he's supporting them or being human is supporting yeah, them yeah. in some so way. Yeah, so it's called the Look Good, Do Good campaign. Hmm. As it should be, and it's uh, so Salman Khan is doing the looking good, and the others are doing the doing good. Doing good, and there are nine of these unsung heroes they've called them, who are making a difference. Now these are actually very impressive people. He's got on. So there's the guy who uh, works with. It's called he's a disability rights activist, Virali Modi, mm. and uh, works with. getting people who are differently able to work in restaurants hmm. then there's the person who also started the camp like it's a full fledged company now where they take leftovers from Food restaurants from and, so and there's a whole bunch of very the whole some very interesting and the the whole idea is that you know he interacts with them and being human they're all wearing being human clothes yeah. and in the end it's like see all these people including these people and it's al salman khan are wonderful people who are basically making the world a better place when they're not shooting black buck or, or running, running over, people. over people so now the two things um you know in communication the the communication has basically that's we purpose to make communication is it to sell a product is it to sell an image is it change an image or is it a pr campaign to kind of get people to change hmm. their view about this clearly the purpose of this campaign is to make people look at salman yeah, in a more positive his image. his image that is the whole idea of this campaign yeah in which case it uh, you know considering how much he is worth and the kind of film he makes the production value is shit it's it is really, so bad really bad that i mean uh, you could have you know guys who have yet to start studying like at film school or anything to make a better campaign a so i don't know who's been paid for that all the money is been made by the agency yeah. they put zero in production secondly When you are trying to, you know, put out this kind of message, it cannot be so long. It was really long. Like I had to force myself to watch this entire video. You have to tell me in two or three minutes at most that why Salman is such a good man and he's doing. If you're going to have these people who are not the most articulate, many yeah. of them, some of them are, telling us about how they're doing such good things. I mean, at the risk of sounding like a dick, which I do all the time. Hmm. I'm not going to be listening to eight minutes of you telling me why you're such a wonderful person. I, I don't have that kind of fucking time. Yeah. Because on the right. There are other videos popping up. Huh. Watch Salman dance to Munni Badnam Hui. Hmm. My finger is itching to click that. So, just the nature of communication—it is ineffective as a production. It is ineffective in its communication. It is ineffective in what it's trying to say. It's basically shit. Yeah. But again, which is not a bad thing because the product is not great either. Yeah. <laughs> So the aim of this entire thing, because I wanted to see what is this campaign. Like I got that it's do good, look good, whatever it is, look good, do good. All it's going to do is that they've asked people to upload their inspiring stories on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and then five people will be chosen, and they will get what vouchers <laughs> for being human, from being human to buy clothes, and they'll get a black buck. a piece of a black pack very funny <laughs> huh. so i just feel like good for these guys who are doing good actually mm. but it's very sad that they see when you want publicity for the kind of work that you're doing and these guys don't get as much investment as yeah, they yeah, should yeah it's a great 
platform. For them, it's a great platform, but that this wonderful man, Salman Khan, is actually the one benefiting out of this entire thing is very sad. Now, moving on to mm-hmm. um, a trailer of a film called Nude. Yeah. It is one of the most spectacular trailers I've seen in a long yeah. time. Her insan mein khuda hota hai aur khuda mein insan. Musavvir in dono se pare ja kar kuch khojne ki jurrat karta hai. Kapda jism pe pehnaya jata hai, roop pe nahi. Aur main apne kaam mein roop khojne ki koshish karta hu. It really makes you watch want to watch the film. I think it's good on three counts. One is just the plot. It's nothing like what I thought it would be. Yeah. Like when I'd heard Nude, I thought it would be a different film. But when you see the trailer, and we won't give much away. Yeah, because it's worth watching. It's worth watching. Trailer. So don't do any spoilers because you're accused of being a spoiler. Now don't I'm kick me. I'm the spoiler. Of course. Don't hit me, Abhinandan. Don't kick me now. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, so that is one thing. It... basically as the plot unfolds to the characters yeah such interesting faces such they don't look like actors brilliantly cast awesome mm. picked faces i thought it's beautifully shot yes it's very beautifully it's shot the as well lighting it's, everything it's, there's something lovely about it when you're watching and it i think it it has the promise that it has a political statement also it makes yeah. but not in your face kind of political statement yeah So I'm really looking forward to it. Congratulations! Yeah, so Ravi Jadhav has made this. It's a Marathi film, and of course, uh, the International Film Festival of India thought that, oh my God, it's called Nude. So of course you can't show it. This is the same way they had stopped showing Sexy Durga, mm. which now they've changed to S Durga. Mm. It could only be released after that, and uh, I just feel that. it's sad that even if you watch the trailer you realize that the message is like the entire theme of the film is so fabulous like why wouldn't you want people to so watch it so congratulations to me jada we're looking forward to your film we will be reviewing it yes. rest assured and we hope it lo- lives up to that speaking of other things that kind of entice you into buying the product <laughs> i've decided to start drinking green tea because regularly is just not good Abhinandan, for you nanan have you put on weight No, I'm still underweight and severely malnourished <laughs> because I wasn't fed well as a child. Of course. But um, why who? I have because I saw an ad for Tetley Green Tea. And who is in this ad? It is got Deepika Padukone. Showing what? Uh, she sounds more exciting than it is. Fitness ko bola ha. But nani ko kaan se na. Control karne ki kari try. पर मन कैसे ना लल जाए सोचा था हेल्दी खाना पर इनको कैसे समझाना शी इज टेलिंग अस द बेनिफिट्स ऑफ ग्रीन टी that even though you can eat samosa and other things and like that cake and, cake and all, and all. none of which she's eaten in the last 20 years but like you then, know i i believe her you Deepika, believe her if right? you're listening to it <laughs> i believe you this rajshri is just unpleasant person see my point is that i understand there's willing suspension of disbelief when you watch hindi cinema all these mm. ads and all but to try and convince us that deepika mm. padukone is having uh, a full cake then she's sipping a cup of green tea and suddenly she's slim again then she is having five samosas then again she has a cup of green tea again she says so i don't know why you're speaking english she's having five samosas she's having green tea <laughs> She has five samosas. You know this. <laughs> this please is, correct your grammar. No, please don't. Okay. I'm trying to speak the way for someone who calls who's speak. who's for someone whose uh, Twitter handle is Brown Sahiba. 
<laughs> so, oh, I'm so British. Are you having cough? Huh? Are you having samosa? Are you going to go? I also like huh? saying, are, are you, you going, going to go, go somewhere? So, first, you English secret. Hindi to teach you that you're tired. This was explained to me that because I kept saying I'm going to go to something that just flip it. Do you say I'm coming to come to your house? Hmm. No. So I'm going. Say, so I've learned the hard way now. Hmm. But uh, this is an ad which uh, I just want to say as a show of how nice I am to people who are dickish and who are rude to me and mean to me. I found this ad and I included it in the podcast and sent it to Abhinandan because I knew it would make his aged heart happy. Yeah. So I, the, the good thing about this ad is that Deepika looks stunning. She, her <laughs> smile like lights up the entire especially screen. Especially when she has the green tea. The green tea and especially because green tea is such a tut tasting thing. It's like dishwater. Yeah, it's really like dishwater. And on top of that, when they sell it in tea bags, that's the dust basically. Yeah. You know, do you know much about tea? Yes, I do. I'm from Bengal. So? And we... If you're from Bengal, you should know about like, uh, what's that fish? Hilsa. We know that also. Haan, we, many, many things but about we know tea, about. Uh, I when, remember I when I was, I was shooting, <laughs> when I was shooting, tea, we did a really funny thing, by the way, if I may just digress yes, on that. please, you must. We were shooting high in my plate, my, mm. my name dropping and place dropping yes. comes again. So we were Makaibari or something. There's a special tea, tea. Like 11,000 rupees a kilo. It, it's like the most expensive. They do auctions. Yeah. So we were doing a tea tasting. We went to a tea tasting. So the channel took this off. Our show was on NDTV. So Rocky and Mayur, we stood there and I said, okay, now you taste this hmm. tea. And we said that the, one of the finest teas comes from Egypt. Huh. And from Egypt because um, uh, that has, you know, one of the ancient civilizations, they invented tea. We made up our own little story. And it is named after the most famous king of Egypt, King hmm. Tutankhamun. What's his name? Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun. You're making it. So that, that, you know, that, huh. this thing, that golden. So King Tut is what he's called. Yeah. So it's named after him. It's called Tut Tea. So in the morning, no morning is complete without tut tea. This Steaming is hot things classy. Tut tea. Yeah. So we did this whole three minute thing about an Egyptian tea called King Tut Tea. And the fucking channel took it off, yeah. They have no sense of humor. Yeah, this is true. I have to say. Anyway, coming back from, from the really low grade humor of Rocky Muir and me from, yeah. to, to Tata Tetley's. Uh, yeah, you know. so Makai Bari is supposed to be the world's first tea factory. So to speak. So I think that was King Tati. No. Okay. No. <laughs> this is before Tati also. Okay. But uh, the all the tea bag tea which people don't realize is swept from the basically we say they sweep the factory floor hmm. and they give you all the tea dust that is left. Exactly. Because this is the first flush, you know, which is just the auxiliary bud. You know, when a when a plant yeah. is growing, the bud that kind of accompanies the top the top plant there's hmm. a bud that is called the auxiliary bud that is plucked so there's the march flush you know there's the first yeah. f- f- flush and then there's the second flush so all the leftover shit is put in tea bags and sold so that broke my heart a little bit that Deepika was trying to like con me into buying the worst but she stuff. most probably doesn't but know but she doesn't thing. know I think because they've conned her into it not very smart is she's that what much you're smarter than you will be in a million years <laughs> okay so stop fe- feeling jealous <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but so much like I strongly recommended Call Me By Your Name, Abhinandan is strongly, strongly recommending Tetley Tea. Tetley will be sending us some money or Tetley. they'll send us nothing. Please guys, subscribe because we don't take money from either Tetley Tea or Deepika doesn't even know we exist. Or they can send us tea bags. No, don't just send us subscription. Help us pay salaries. And so that's that's that. 
Uh, There's one short film we have to discuss, which was released yesterday. So, when you discuss a short film, then we wind up with the serial podcast update and the Punjabi music. And the Punjabi music. This is very important. This Punjabi music I noticed is coming in in every five minutes. We are discussing it. Okay, we have one film to discuss. A short film, which is uh, Anurag Kashyap's new. film which he's he's presented it he hasn't made it it's directed by Randeep Jha and it's part of this royal stag's large short films that they have so it's a digital film it's called karta which i didn't know what the meaning was karta dharta the benefactor the giver so i knew karta dharta but i don't know the real i only know how in application your hindi is terrible it's worse than your english no even. it's a bengali phrase also karta dharta Every every <laughs> phrase you do all and becomes Bengali. According so, to Abhinandan is a Bengali name. It is your own mother has My told mother me that have, she she would have rather killed me. Children. She would have killed me no. but not given me a Bengali she name. She said all. No self-respecting Tamilian would ever give Abhinandan, their child a Bengali Nirupama, name. Abhinandan, Anupama, Anupama, all Bengali no, I'll names. I'll tell you, three children were killed before they were giving Bengali no. names. No. <laughs> Who oh, the names are Shupriya or Priya? Carry on. Okay, so now this film is—it's a twenty-minute film. It's not particularly short. Usually, the short films that they have are like ten minutes long. Well, no. In the if you want to enter a short film in the compa- competitive it uh, categories, it has to be. It basically has to be under thirty minutes. Okay, so no, so this usually this Royal Stag large short films has around ten minute long okay. films. So I saw one film last week which I was going to send you till I watched it, and it was so bad that I thought we couldn't. Which was Imtiaz Ali's film, a romance that he had. But this film is about a guy who is a property broker. He is living in Delhi now, and he has a family. He has a wife and a child, but he's just not being able to crack it. and every time he tries to sell property one of the uh, flats falls through one of the deals because the guy who he's who used to own that flat has murdered someone like it's things totally out of his control but it has that same vibe which like a mukkabaz and all has hmm. this like this ordinary yeah and this ordinary man who's just trying to crack it mm. in the world the casting is fabulous i have not seen these actors before but uh, the main chap's name is digambar prasad and the wife is priyanka patak watch it just to see it just reminds you of what anurag kashyap is capable, is capable of. of and that he's being able to at least spot this kind of talent and then promote it because he hasn't made this film after hmm. all but, but uh, it has his stamp you're saying it has a signature yeah yeah you can definitely like if they had said directed by anurag kashyap you would believe you that believe that it's worth watching and it's a 20 minute long film it doesn't link below yeah and now before you wind up with serial and what it did i just want to talk about the punjab government has set up this committee um to eradicate vulgarity from punjabi songs now there is no doubt that punjabi songs are really vulgar as are marathi songs many of them but for a government to set a committee to eradicate vulgarity is the most bizarre thing because a like very um you know appropriately pointed out by dilbag singh i support the move but define vulgarity which is correct now you know cuz even if you see jagjit and chitra uh, concerts on hmm. youtube um many people consider that vulgar because you know real classical singers the snobs yeah. used to consider jagjit and chitra like bhans that you know we would never yeah, sing yeah. that because you know he'd sing those punjabi he was very popular in 
London. Hmm. So all the Birmingham all the Surdies would dance. He would sit there. रूप झांकी मार रही है that is a reference to you know a couple having sex these are sung in weddings like punjabi a crass yeah that's a fuck yeah, so, so i don't understand what that. the fuck these guys are doing this is one of the dumbest things and this actually requires a longer podcast shubham we must do it on hmm. punjabi music because we have some experts on this yes and some expertise and we have a singer you can also sing yes of course i'll end up with a punjabi song <laughs> Okay so just in case people think that no good comes out of podcasts hmm. a lot of good does come out of yeah. podcasts and we're not just talking about us yeah <laughs> even us maybe one day hmm. Deepika Padukone will tell us about the science behind green tea who knows kaam karo apna so there was a there are two seasons of this podcast called serial this is the first season which was it was a 12 episode series which featured a uh, she's a journalist and producer with this uh, program called this american life sarah konick she basically the entire podcast was about a man called adnan syed who was convicted in 2000 of first degree murder and kidnapping of his ex girlfriend yeah who was a uh, chinese or korean a- i forget him- Heminly, her name She is. was uh, American, but of uh, yeah. Chinese origin, and it was a big deal at that time because of this podcast. Yeah. So, uh, this podcast, which was in 2015, the first one, but this American Life, where Sarah Konick was the uh, presenter, is an older podcast that was there. But anyway, the podcast goes through the entire investigation. It takes the investigation apart slowly. It analyzes it, and basically, what they said was there just wasn't enough proof, and he didn't get proper counsel as well. Yes, in fact. Um I was hooked on this podcast. It was released in uh, 2014, so that's okay. about you know three and a half, yeah. four years ago. And it's um, what was fascinating about it is it's it was very well produced. It took podcasting to another level. Hmm. It showed what you can actually do with a podcast. And I remember I was shooting somewhere in the northeast when this was released. Hmm. And we used to have really early morning shoots, but I could not stop listening at night. I the next episode, you know, because they would yeah, leave you hanging. And basically, the outcome is that after that podcast. the retrial has been ordered for adnan and because in 2000 when he was convicted he was he's a muslim man adnan as you can tell by the name and this is a, just a year after 911 so that was the context of when his conviction yeah, happened yeah and he's a muslim man who looks visibly muslim in the sense that he wears a skull cap and he has a beard and so on but also what's interesting is he spent 16 years of this in prison and in that podcast he keeps saying that i mean he keeps wanting to fight and the ups and downs and the counsel that he got the lawyer apparently yeah. was compromised but finally now he's got a retrial which is in contrast with another very high profile case of there was a podcast netflix series mm-hmm. called making of a, a murderer of a murderer where again that it became very high profile the various articles written including time magazine that how the makers kind of manipulated that because the 
prime accused in that yeah. did not get away he was convicted he didn't get a retrial mm. and the article said that there was such compelling evidence against him yeah. that he couldn't possibly have but to make the series interesting the filmmakers tricked it kind of left out some details Uh, but in this case yeah it's fantastic please yeah. read this article about it yeah. the link is so, below so uh that's something worth and if you haven't listened to the podcast you should definitely listen to yeah. it yeah it's it's one of the best podcast i i preferred uh part, actually no even the second part uh, i liked estown also estown was also and estown they did uh, a follow up so it's called estown because it's shit town na no? that's mm, basically yeah. what they yeah. refer to and uh, it's just just listen to both the podcasts it's worth listening to how to make it interesting with interviews and so on and um, so that's about it yes we just have one more uh, we'll give you the Me? answers of the questions yeah it's feedback from puneet singh It's a bad editorial choice to not discuss the Kangana's News 18 interview. Did we not discuss it? Or did, did we, we not? I thought we kind of did. I mean, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but I did mention no, this. No, I think there's a second one that she did later. Oh, the one where she talks about nationalism and how she's a nationalist. Yes, we didn't discuss it. So basically also um, after thinking that last week's question was not googleable we find it is because <laughs> about 10 people have got it right. 1 2 3 4 no 14 15 people have got it right. <laughs> The names being Riya Dangwal, Aditi Kavarana, Sonali Singh, Chipra Gar, Gunjan Adhikari, Hariharan Suresh, Pranjal Nagar, Shree Narang, Ankit Nahar, Balaji Sridharan, Bhavna Sultana, Avinash Yadav, Miraj Ahmed, Yogeshwar Sharma, and Aastha Kapoor, which are the 15 people who listen to this podcast. Everyone's got yeah, it right. Yeah, that's right. So, just, thank shit you. question. No, maybe they are just really good at research. How do you know? The question was um that who stubbed his cigarette in the penthouse mansion on a Matisse painting. painting. The answer is John Lennon. As all of you know. As all of you know, <laughs> everyone knows. But I have a good question this time. Okay, I hope so. Okay, I'm telling you, it's a really good question. 15 people better not get it right because then it's a really And shit one. Even if you all know the answer, just don't write in the answer, na? What is wrong with your people? <laughs> Why are you screwing my happiness? <laughs> Just pretend you all don't know. Sometimes even I pretend like emulate a good Indian woman and pretend that you never know what is happening. That's oh, all. That's my recommendation to the youngsters of India. What's the question? <laughs> the question is so call me by your name. Plays a lot of pays a lot of importance to music. So you have but it's all original music. They aren't using uh songs from the 80s. In the film there's a religious allusion in and it's very important there's a relu- religious allusion in the last song please tell me what it is okay it's difficult i'm telling you it's difficult and we'll wind up quickly because the hammering has started next door because we can't afford a soundproof studio so do subscribe so we don't have to yeah. deal with hammering neighbors and all sorts of other stuff happening uh pay to keep news free subscribe to news laundry And um, we Rajshri have something Sen. to look forward to next week because uh, Seema Goswami's book Racecourse Road is out, so she's going to be coming in to discuss it with Excellent. us. So we'll have writer Seema Goswami discussing her book. We'll have a guest on Awful and Awesome next week. Yeah, it's about a prime minister being assassinated. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, that's about it. And thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Miss Sen. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch-
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.